You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. You want to welcome you to a brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're calling it The Heat Is On. The Heat Is On. We're going to be talking. We're going to be talking throughout this entire episode about what's happening in the state of Florida, discussing uh, the uh, plans that Ron DeSantis has to block the AP. African American studies courses in high schools in the state of going to be talking about critical race theory and attorney Ben Crump's civil rights attorney Ben Crump's intentions on filing a lawsuit against the state of Florida. That if he does not negotiate with the college board to allow AP African American studies to be taught that these three young people will be the lead plaintiffs in a historic lawsuit. It's time, 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 time. We're thinking out loud radio show. That studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own because Because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BT. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. A new episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast starts now.
Hello and welcome to the Heat Is On edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Want to welcome you to a brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're calling it The Heat Is On. The Heat Is On. We're going to be talking throughout this entire episode about what's happening in the state of Florida discussing uh, the uh, plans that Ron DeSantis has to block the AP African American Studies courses in high schools in the state of Florida and we're also going to be talking about critical race theory and attorney Ben Crump's civil rights attorney Ben Crump's intentions on filing a lawsuit against the state of Florida Uh, we're going to be talking about that throughout this entire episode guys but even before we jump into that I want to uh, start this episode talking about something that uh, is also very um, very important and uh, I think equally as important as what's happening in the state of Florida Uh, just on yesterday um, the uh, Memphis Police Department released the very horrific video of the young man Tyree Nichols uh, being brutally beaten by five black Memphis police officers and uh, this was a very upsetting uh, video and our thoughts and prayers first and foremost go out to the family of uh, this young man Tyreek Nichols or Tyree Nichols I should say uh, to his mother and his stepfather uh, attorney Ben Crump is representing that family as well um, it's, it's so so sad to hear about it and even see uh, how this young man was treated very inhumanely uh, by these five black police officers and uh, what is even more unfortunate is that these five police officers were black and that they treated a young man that shared the same skin color as themselves uh, very inhumanely they treated him like he was um, uh, an inanimate object that there's are, are articles and news stories and headlines uh, saying that they uh, basically treated him like a pinata they they kicked him like a football these are uh, these are some of the things that were being said and that have come out uh, about how this young man was treated uh, they even prevented his own mother from visiting him in the hospital uh, uh, prior to his death. Uh, the, the the according to her interview they the doctors called her and uh, made her aware of his um, his physical condition and that she told them the officer said that she could not visit her son because he was arrested uh, but the doctors um, indicated that she needed to get there because there was um, a, a, a he was in critical condition and they did not expect him to survive and unfortunately uh, she made it to the hospital uh, after he had passed on so uh, this is a very uh, tragic situation Um, the this this epidemic and problem of police brutality uh, exists not just in the white community uh, with uh, white police officers but it is now as you can see, um, being um, um, uh, impact well, it is now involving uh, black officers as well. And so, I posted on my Instagram this video, and 
my comments regarding what happened uh, read as such. Uh, this is from my Instagram account. This is the horrific and brutal beating of Tyreek Nichols by five black police officers. Thankfully, all five officers have been fired and charged. But unfortunately, the life of Tyreek Nichols has been taken. This video was just released to the public and shared by the family attorney, Ben Crump. I mentioned the race of the five Memphis police officers because it is important for us as a black community that if we say black lives matter, that they have to matter to our community first. We have to be the examples of how we should be treated. This might not be a popular sentiment, but it's one that I believe wholeheartedly. That doesn't mean that we wouldn't expect or shouldn't expect treatment, the same equal treatment from white America. However, I do believe it is a bit hypocritical for us to expect more from our white counterparts than we expect from ourselves. This young man didn't deserve this kind of uh, treatment, this, this kind of inhumane treatment. He didn't deserve to be brutally murdered by men that look just like him especially men that are duly duly bound to protect and serve our thoughts and prayers are with his family and the families of those who continue to be impacted by police brutality i pray god's comfort and strength in this hour of need we plan to talk about this horrific murder in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Stay tuned and stay connected. These are our thoughts that we shared on our Instagram and our Facebook fan page. We'd love to know what your thoughts are about it. Feel free to leave your comments and we'll share them on the podcast as well. Guys, again, this was very tragic and horrific. We said we wanted to take some time uh, in the opening uh, uh, portion of the show to talk a little bit about this. Um, police brutality is an epidemic that needs to be addressed by Congress, by the House, by the uh, Senate uh, in a real way. The George Floyd for Justice uh, Act is still not been passed and uh, our president needs to move forward with the passage of this legislation and there really needs to to be uh, criminal uh, justice reform uh, in that regard. Uh, but uh, as I said, this this epidemic obviously does not exist only uh, with white police officers, but it is now uh, expanded to uh, uh, officers of color, unfortunately. And uh, I think they should receive the same treatment. Uh, these officers should be fired. They should be charged and ultimately indicted and serve time for the senseless killing of this young man. Uh, guys, I'd love to know what your thoughts are about that as well. Guys, we got another great show in store for you. Again, we're going to be talking The Heat Is On. The Heat Is On in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. In the first segment, we're talking about uh, what is critical race theory and why is uh, white conservatives so fearful of it? We're going to talk about white fear uh, and uh, really delve into uh, the African-American studies that uh, uh, Ron DeSantis is planning to block uh, from being taught in the state of Florida and talk about the anti-woke law that was uh, directly connected to the uh, the ban of critical race theory as well. We're going to do that 
in the first segment and in the second segment we're going to be sharing some of the comments that we received from the feedback or the comments that we received from the the brief uh video clip that we shared on tiktok uh regarding this um and uh, i'm telling you this video this video went viral uh on all of our social media uh we we've gotten like over twenty thousand or so uh views of this uh short clip that is on tiktok on instagram twitter and facebook so guys you can check it out it's even on our youtube channel as well thinking out loud tv one of the shorts uh, uh videos there where attorney ben crump is announcing his intentions to sue uh, governor DeSantis in the state of florida if he does not negotiate with the college board regarding these african-american studies courses uh, and so and, and then the final segment, we're going to talk about solutions. We're going to talk about what is what do we do next? Where do we go from here? Uh, because we believe that Governor Ron DeSantis is definitely a problem uh, that um, he needs. We, we need we need to uh, stay woke and we need to uh, become more civically engaged and involved uh, in our political uh uh, political futures. So we're going to talk about that in the third segment of this week's show. And in the spirit of our theme, the heat is on. Uh, as we head into uh, Black History Month in just a couple days, I want to share with you a powerful, powerful motivational speech. In fact, it was an acceptance speech from uh, media mogul billionaire uh, Tyler Perry. Um, he uh, received the BET Award just a few years ago. And um, the, the speech itself, if you wanted to give it a title, was called Helping uh, helping me cross and uh, this is a powerful powerful motivational speech it isn't long but it's definitely one I believe uh, is worthy of sharing so guys uh, this is uh, a, a thought of the week that I can't wait to share with you at the end of this week's show and guys, Black History Month is just around the corner and we are excited about the interviews that we are working on for the month of February. In fact, next week, we're going to be sharing with you an interview with the youngest mayor uh, that's ever elected in U.S. history. That's right, guys. Mayor-elect Jalen Smith, African-American young man, 18 years old, is now the mayor of Earl, Arkansas. And he was with us on this week, on next week, he'll be with us rather, on next week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's an interview you do not want to miss. We're kicking off Black History Month uh, in a big way. So look forward uh, to that show next week. And yes, guys, I am on TikTok at TOL Radio Host MSN. Be sure to follow us there. We're posting content all of the time. Uh, we are posting, uh, of course, our uh, workout videos. Uh, we are, uh, uh, as I said in a couple earlier episodes, uh, we're on a strength training journey, um, and um, we're, we're 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 starting to really see results, and um, we're getting ready to take it up a notch in the month of February. Uh, I am uh, putting it out there uh, in the atmosphere that uh, I'm now going to start working on my diet. <laughs> oh my God! I, I'm I, I, and I'm I'm sharing this with you because 
I want to. I want to. This is a way from a way for me to hold myself accountable because I believe words are uh, a part of you. Words are important, and what you put out there, you need to stick by. And I've always prided myself on being a man of my word, and whatever I say that I'm going to do, I do. And um, and so. In the month of February, in the month of February, I'm not going to be eating any fried foods, any desserts. Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, um, really work on my diet, and uh, I'm not any. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to eat any. Um, any any of those like any of those things any fried foods any desserts um, drink any juices that are high in sugar uh, water has really been my my uh, my drink of choice uh, for a while now uh, but I'm, I'm I'm putting it out there in the atmosphere and I want you guys to hold me accountable I am putting it out there I'm going to be sharing more about that probably on my uh, my social media as well but uh, again uh, this is my way of holding myself accountable because I said as I said uh, my words are uh, what I stick by and what I try to do because if I say it I'm going to do it and um, that's what I have uh, I, I, I've practice all of my life and so i'm sharing with you guys i'm taking you behind the curtain i'm taking you behind the veil a little bit sharing with you some uh some some things that i'm doing and uh you know if nothing else th this this should be an uh motivation for each and every one of you as we start this new year uh with resolutions with plans that we have for ourselves um you know you certainly can use um some of what we're doing as motivation for yourself because I certainly believe that uh, we have to be encouragers of one another we have to motivate one another and that's what I try to do on this podcast and on my social media I hope that I'm encouraging you I hope I'm inspiring you I hope I'm empowering you to move in the right direction and that's what this is all about and guys uh we'd love to know what your thoughts and feedbacks uh feedback uh feedback is feel free to share with us what you're doing what you're working on what you need help with and whatever we can do uh to help you in that regard we will certainly do as well um so that's what we're doing that's what we're up to and you can definitely check out more videos we've posted on our tiktok on twitter and instagram and facebook uh follow us there and if uh you forget all of that uh, information about our, our different handles on social media just go to our website and contact at michaelnemons.com we'll take care of all of that right there and again, as I said, we've got a great show in store for you. We're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, we're jumping right into our discussion of what's happening in the state of Florida and why. You don't want to go anywhere. This is Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Hey, what's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, 
but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Emmy Award winning journalist, Jamel Hill. I have to ask ourselves, how is it? that we're trying to allegedly reach racial harmony, but we want to have celebrations of racist things all the time. Again, we can't have unity unless we agree that something's bad. And we sound even more foolish by saying, oh no, but we changed the meaning. Okay, they could say the same thing in Germany about a lot of things, but you don't see it because they knew in order for real healing to take place, they had to disavow all that stuff, which is why they paid reparations to the descendants of the Jews that were killed and are. That's why they did it. Apologies don't work unless you put some level of action behind it. It was my really long-winded way of saying that when I think about the national anthem, it doesn't represent everybody. Mark Cuban knew it, he talked about it. That's why they stopped doing it. And you know what? They didn't do it for 13 games and no one noticed. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well, it started as a standard advanced placement course. I actually visited a pilot AP African-American studies class back in October. But months later, it's at the center of controversy right here in Florida after Republican Governor Ron DeSantis says he wants to ban this course in schools. We believe in teaching kids uh, facts and how to think, but we don't believe they should have an agenda imposed on them. Now, prominent civil rights attorney Ben Crump says he intends to sue alongside three AP high school students. A group gathered in Tallahassee just yesterday of students, parents, and lawmakers expressing their frustration, and many say this ban is personal. I think it symbolizes the deep hatred that's integrated into this country that still comes to the forefront 
every day of the government. County, city, state, even the federal government. What does this move symbolize to you? I think it just symbolizes like blatant racism. I mean, for a politician to put politics over thousands of students' education is just not fair at all. In response, the governor's office called this intended lawsuit a, quote, publicity stunt and says it will not consider AP African American studies until certain elements of the curriculum are removed. The governor focusing on what he's calling queer theory. Now, it is important to point out that the college board has rejected assertions that its course promotes any particular ideology. But still, attorney Ben Crump worries that this ban could set a dangerous precedent. So we think that we are well positioned based on the precedent that we will win the lawsuit against Governor DeSantis because if we don't prevail, we have to understand that this will set a different precedent that everybody is watching Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Arizona, Virginia, they're all watching and if they can suppress African-American history here in Florida, then they will suppress it in states all across America. As for what's next, the Florida Department of Education says they're going to review the college board's revised curriculum next month, which fittingly is Black History Month. Chuck. Uh, Zinkley, thank you for that reporting. And again, just to remind you, this is a choice issue. There's nothing about an AP course that's mandatory for anybody. It has to be parental permission. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Follow today's top stories and breaking news by downloading the NBC News app. Certainly there are other advanced places admit histories such as AP European history, AP US history, and AP world history, all predominantly generated towards white people. By lacking an AP dedicated to the ones this country was built off the backs of, is further oppressing a group that has done more for this country than the country has done for them. And, and let me ask you this question, uh, Elijah, because, you know, Florida law says that they are required to teach African-American studies and they're required to teach something about the history of black people in this country. Do you feel that you've gotten a thorough education in black history so far in school? Um, no, I, I really feel like I haven't. And I feel like what I have learned has been cut short or whitewashed in a sort of way to where they don't give you the full extent of what happened. They only give you part of it. They're trying to like, um, they're trying to make it seem better than it actually was. of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're discussing uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of the state of Florida administration, rejecting proposed AP African-American studies classes in Florida high schools. And what can we do about it? We're talking about that during this entire episode. Uh, in this first segment, we're going to be talking about uh, how 
this whole thing originated how did where did this come from how did it get started we want to really delve in and take a deep dive into uh these african ap african-american studies classes uh, we're also going to talk about critical race theory as well uh because this is also a part of uh this conversation and uh what governor DeSantis and his administration is doing to basically whitewash uh african-american history and uh and um sanitize it from those who may be uh you know uh uh, feel offended by it and particularly white conservatives this is what this really is all about and we're going to talk uh, more about that in um in this episode and in this first segment again we're talking about uh governor DeSantis' recent uh moves to block uh, the uh, AP African American Studies uh, courses in uh, the state of Florida. According to an article in CNN, the administration of Republican uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida is blocking a new advanced placement course for high school students on African American Studies. In January 12th letter to the College Board, the nonprofit organization that oversees AP coursework, the Florida Department of Education's Office of Articulation said the course is inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. I want you to, to, to think about that for a minute. Inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. This uh, this 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 statement right here is directly tied to um, a anti-woke law that was passed uh, in the state of Florida which um, prevents the teaching of uh, critical race theory in schools. According to another article in CNN, um, this, this, uh, Florida has become the latest state to ban critical race theory, continue, continuing the growing charge by Republican lawmakers against schools teaching about systematic racism. After hours of debate and public comment Thursday, the Florida State Board of Education unanimously approved the amendment banning critical race theory. Florida Governor Rand DeSantis, who appointed much of the board, spoke ahead of the meeting, saying critical race theory would teach children the country is rotten and that our institutions are illegitimate. <laughs> uh, I, 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 th- <laughs> let me let me just be uh, crystal clear uh, with with uh, my response to uh, what uh, Governor DeSantis is is um, implying here or or stating here rather uh, the country is rotten and our institutions are illegitimate. What he's essentially saying here, people, is uh, we are afraid of the truth. We're afraid that. Uh, that these that our young vulnerable children will be um, uh, uh, intimidated or um, uh, will they're trying to keep basically they're trying to keep the truth from being told to our young impressionable uh, children um, and you know uh, again as I said this is a way to to uh, protect white conservatives from uh, telling the truth about our history 
uh, you know, there's a saying that if you don't know your history, you are doomed to repeat it. So they're, what they're thinking is if we sanitize history, if we whitewash history and uh, do it through uh, the uh, the lens of education, we do it through the methodology of education, then we can indoctrinate uh, this next generation of young people to never even know anything about slavery, about Jim Crow, about segregation, about uh, the dark period of uh, American history that is very much a part about a uh, very much a part or the dark period of african-american history that is very much a part of, of american history and that is what is uh, uh frustrating for white conservatives because they know that this is the truth this is reality this is what uh you know history uh history is factual history tells the truth about what happened and what they want to do is sanitize the truth they want to uh redact the truth and uh in doing so um basically prevent uh the truth to be told to those young people who really need to know the truth about this country and that is racist in and of itself that is that is completely and totally racist the study of critical race theory you know some people have asked the question oh, what is critical race theory well critical race theory according to the legal defense fund uh, NAACP critical race theory was first developed by legal scholars in the 1970s and 80s following the civil rights movement and it was a part of a response to the notion that society and institutions were colorblind uh, CRT holds that racism was not and has never been uh, eradicated from our laws, policies, or institutions and is still woven into the fabric of their existence. That systematic racism is real. And that is what uh, the white conservatives are trying to push back against. They're trying to fight against that reality that systematic racism is real. And it is real. Um, when when you think about um, the 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 fact that white conservatives um, are um, making are, are putting legislation together to block um, the um, uh, black African Americans' ability to um, to vote and to the the uh, voting rights legislation rather has not been uh, created or uh, or passed the John Lewis Voting Rights Act is still uh, hanging out there in Congress it was passed in the House but the Senate has yet to pass this this very critical uh, piece of legislation uh, the George Floyd uh, uh, Justice uh, and Policing Act is not has not been passed uh, criminal justice reform is still on the table and has not been addressed. Uh, 
these are very important uh, issues that are directly related to the African American community that nothing has been done about because white conservatives are uh, are very much uh, opposed to seeing these things uh, pass and become law and so they're doing whatever they can to uh, re-indoctrinate uh, the next generation of young people about critical race theory and about African American history so that they won't um, uh, they will they they will not be aware of what is going on you know we said earlier about the the anti-woke law that's what this critical race theory ban is all about because you know black people uh we were using the term stay woke uh a few years ago uh especially around the the george floyd uh uh tragic death uh that happened in minneapolis minnesota and the marches and the demonstrations by the black lives matter movement that took place around the country and even in various places around the world and the stay woke uh uh uh, statement became very um, very uh, 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 concerning uh, for lack of a better word for uh, white conservatives and so uh, they 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 went to uh, the mattress the mattresses so to speak <laughs> to uh, come up with this anti-woke uh, 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 policy or ban because they were afraid again uh, and and um, I'm going to share with you uh, a clip from uh, uh, news journalists and uh, media mogul Roland Martin, who talks more about the uh, the concept of white fear uh, in just a few minutes. But I want to really bring this point to, uh, bring this point out about uh, staying woke, and that's what they are afraid of because they know that they feel like if 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 black people ever become aware of who they are, if we ever become aware of our surroundings and our circumstances, then uh, then white America would be in trouble. This was the the this is this is their response to the Black Lives Matter movement marches that took place a few years ago uh, after the death of George Floyd and and those marches that take place uh, after uh, police brutality incidents that take place around the country and so. This is their response. So they they're using the avenue of education to reindoctrinate the next generation of young people. So they so so uh, it will ultimately affect the numbers of those who are part of the Black Lives Matter movement and affect and have those trickle down and residual effects in legislation and other elements of our society. And we're here to say that it's not going to work, Governor DeSantis. It is not going to work i want to share with you a clip from uh the roland martin show you all know uh this uh dynamic powerful uh journalist uh who's doing a phenomenal job uh in black television he has his own platform uh and he's talking about what's happening in the state of florida what governor DeSantis is up to talking about critical race theory and white fear take a listen All right, folks, why did I write the book, Why Fear? How the Brownie of America is making white folks lose their minds? 
because it's actually happening before our very eyes. Look at what's happening in Florida uh, as we speak. Governor Ron DeSantis has been involved in this culture war because he is a trying to appeal to white voters, white Republican voters, as he is trying to run for president in 2024. He, of course, decimated uh, black congressional districts, ignoring the state legislature and choosing to push forward his own illegal maps. Then, of course, he pushed forth this so-called anti-woke act uh, that bans the teaching of critical race theory. It has led to all sorts of uh, drama in Florida uh, because they frankly are labeling, labeling anything dealing with race, critical race theory. Now he's blocked a new advancement placement course for high school students on African-American studies. His Florida Department of Education Office of Articulation, which approves the AP curriculum, vetoed the program because it was inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacked educational value. The FDOE did not elaborate on what the agency found to be objectionable. The rejection, the rejection, the advancement placement African-American studies course is again part of DeSantis' continuing effort to ban anything dealing with race from being taught in Florida schools. This is what you're dealing with there in Florida, and trust me, what you see is this happening across the country. The state enacted a law that banned the teaching of the history of systemic racism in the United States and materials from the 1619 Project. Yeah, seriously, last year again, he signed a bill restricting how schools can discuss race with students. In addition to that, remember, uh, they also, he was also pushing this bill that anything that made white people uncomfortable could not be discussed, not just in schools, but even by companies. A even a judge said, okay, So you see here that uh, that white conservatives are afraid. There, there's a fear of African-Americans. That's what this is really all about. And uh, we're going to talk in the next segment about white fear and how it, it basically uh, is um, illustrated or demonstrated or even reflected in the comments that were made uh, after we posted um, a video just a short clip of uh, uh, attorney Ben Crump who decided uh, to um, intends, and intends on um, filing a lawsuit against the state of Florida and Governor DeSantis as a way to push back against their blocking of the AP African American Studies courses that uh, he's recently been, recently been trying to, uh, to, to accomplish. So um, we're going to talk more about that because there was a wide ranging of comments that we got uh, regarding this and, and uh, it, it's really just a reflection of the white fear uh, that exists in this country because what we've taken for granted as African Americans is that and we talked about this in previous episodes that when you know the the election of President Barack Obama you know that that after that ascension to the White House African Americans uh, we had that kumbaya moment and we felt like you know oh uh, we have overcome and, and that uh, we all can now join hands 
hands and and sing in unity and it was a great moment for this country but emphasis on the word moment because uh there were uh, a lot of people that even though you know this the, the, that uh there were uh, millions of people that uh got behind president obama and were supportive of him there were others uh that that were totally against uh the fact that this black man had become president of the United States and and so we saw that happen in 2016 during uh, the Trump era uh, that 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 four years that he was president that those individuals had an opportunity to now come out from under the 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 woodwork and show their ugly faces and we saw just a couple years ago in 2021 uh the january 6th uh riots that took place at the capitol and the insurrection that took place we just um um uh, commemorated the 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 anniversary of uh those unfortunate riots that took place Place. It was it was really really uh, telling of what what uh, white America thought of this country uh, and, and 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 the effect that Donald Trump had on uh, this this the 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 effect that that, that Donald Trump had on. Uh, certain segments of white America, because I, I, I'm not going to completely indict all white people. That's not what I'm trying to do in this podcast or even in this episode, because I don't believe that that is the case or that is true in it at, at all. Uh, I, I um, I'm not trying to to participate in the polarization of uh, of this country or white versus black and Republican versus Democrat. Uh, I am just a um, I, I'm, I'm just a uh, intelligent and intellectual observer of this and sharing my thoughts about what is happening and basically saying that we we do need to uh, stay woke. <laughs> we definitely do need to stay woke. We need to wake up if we have fallen asleep in any way. We need to stay woke and understand that we are in a fight for our lives. We're in a fight for our intellectual lives. We're in a fight for our economic lives. We're in a fight for our political lives. We are in a fight for our spiritual lives as well. And they all are very much important. And that is why we're taking the time uh, doing this week to talk about what is happening in the state of Florida because as Roland Martin said, uh, Ron DeSantis is looking to run for president of the United States and he is looking to be the front runner he is now projected to be the front runner uh, in the Republican Party to be uh, their nominee for president of the United States and can you imagine uh, this man winning uh, just like Donald Trump did and the damage that he could possibly do to this country if in fact he became president of the United States that that Florida is essentially a microcosm of what the United States will ultimately look like if Ron DeSantis becomes president of the United States, and we cannot stand for that at all. I, I, I am 
I'm, I'm, I, I really would like to know what your thoughts are about that because this this man is a danger. In fact, I think he's more dangerous to us than Donald Trump because he is smarter than Donald Trump. He is more intelligent than Donald Trump, and he has a strategy. He is outsmarting Donald Trump in the sense that he's doing more to undercut um, the some of the things that that. Uh, uh, the, some of the institutions and 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 some of the things that are there that are already in place uh, to um, uh, to basically uh, tear down this country even more. And so uh, I, I I really believe Ron DeSantis is dangerous. Uh, he he's definitely somebody that we should be aware of as a community um, and. You know, there when we posted a video of uh, of Ben Crump's response and what he was intending to do. I mean, I'm telling you, and we'll share this in the next segment. There was a wide range of comments, but I remember someone saying that, that they wanted me to stick to this, stick by this, because this could happen in other states in our country and even in the state of Michigan. I uh, I'll say this as we get ready to go to break. Um, there are about 12 or 13 legislators, Republican legislators, that sent Ron DeSantis a letter, according to an article I read, that are appreciative of the work he's doing in the state of Florida and uh, and are pushing for him to run for president of the United States. And, and, and they are behind him. They're indicating they're squarely behind uh, uh, Ron DeSantis in his... Uh, in his bid for presidency, he hasn't officially announced yet, but all signs point to him doing so. He is getting ready to uh, uh, release his autobiography, I believe, or bi- biography in just a few months or so, which is what most presidential candidates do as a way to, uh, as a sign that they are intending to throw their hat in the political ring, so to speak. But here is, again, um, a sign and an indication that there are states, there are people and politicians around the country that are behind white conservatives that are behind Ron DeSantis, and and we have to be aware of this. We cannot be caught off guard like we were, uh, I believe, back in 2016 when we all thought that Hillary Clinton uh, was going to win the nomination, like most Democrats thought. We took for granted. That uh, after that kumbaya moment uh, that we had with President Barack Obama, that uh, Hillary Clinton was going to become the not only presumptive nominee for the Democratic Party, but will eventually become president of the United States. But we found out otherwise. And not only did they not pick her, but they picked the worst uh, candidate that they possibly could. And look what damage he has made to this country. Need I say more? Need I say more? And so we do not want to replicate or duplicate history or even make things worse if we do not act now and 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 uh, and do everything that we can uh, to get the word out that Ron DeSantis would be bad for this country. If we thought Donald Trump was bad, Ron DeSantis would be worse. 
let me let, let me say that again. If we thought Donald Trump was bad, let me say this again. Ron DeSantis would be worse. He would be worse. And uh, and it's because Ron DeSantis is smarter. He's more articulate. He's more intelligent. White conservatives will rally behind him because uh, Donald Trump has basically segmented the the uh, fragmented rather the Republican Party. So you have the MAGA the MAGA clan off in the corner, and most white conservatives are are uh, looking for another candidate. And Ron DeSantis would be that that um populist candidate that they are looking for to be their spokesperson uh for the immediate for the for the immediate future so that that is why he cannot become the president of the united states and we've got to do everything that we can and and do our due diligence to make sure that that doesn't happen guys i would love to know what your thoughts are about this uh uh this topic here please feel free Free to uh, hit us up on Facebook on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page on uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter Instagram TOL Radio Host MSN and now even on TikTok TOL Radio Host MSN and the TOL Radio Show guys uh, uh, we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break talking about the comments that we've uh, <laughs> that we found uh, that were made after we posted the response from attorney Ben Crump. Guys, you don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. For justice, equal rights, and freedom for all mankind. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty, we are free at last! We salute you today, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and may your legacy live on for generations to come. Happy birthday, Dr. King from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. The people have spoken. From Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England. From New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. 
an important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Emmy Award-winning journalist, Jamel Hill. I have to ask ourselves, how is it that we're trying to allegedly reach racial harmony, but we want to have celebrations of racist things all the time? Again, we can't have unity unless we agree that something's bad. And we sound even more foolish by saying, Oh no, but we changed the meaning. Okay, they could say the same thing in Germany about a lot of things, but you don't see it because they knew in order for real healing to take place, they had to disavow all that stuff, which is why they paid reparations to the descendants of the Jews that were killed and are. That's why they did it. Apologies don't work unless you put some level of action behind it. It was my really long-winded way of saying that when I think about the national anthem, it doesn't represent everybody. Mark Cuban knew it, he talked about it. That's why they stopped doing it. And you know what? They didn't do it for 13 games and no one noticed. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But speaking of Florida and going backwards, mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis is at it again. Oh, God. So Ron DeSantis is blocking the college board's African-American studies AP curriculum. He's claiming that it violates Florida's new Stop Woke Act. Y'all know what Stop Woke means? <laughs> yes. This is what stupid. Is it? I do hate wokeness, though. I think that oh, a lot of these woke people need to get a nap. They need a nap. But the way they're using woke is not the way you use it. Here's the acronym. Stop the wrongs to our kids and employees act. Now, do you really think that Ron DeSantis cares about stopping no. the wrongs to the kids and the employees? All. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So, at first blush, this sounds like something we should all agree on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, until you get clarity on how they define wrong in this bill. Stop woke proponents have a dangerously broad definition what is of critical race theory, which, by the way, is not a bad or negative thing. I took mm-hmm. critical race theory in college. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me to understand colorblindness actually can be racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and for example, this administration is challenging this course on the grounds that it violates the act and in the letter to the college board. It says, as presented, the content of this course is inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. And further, it states, in the future, should College Board be willing to come back to the table with lawful, historically accurate content, um, FDOE will always be willing to reopen the discussion. Now, it's racism. That's right. And I think we have to call it exactly what it is. We've seen it happen before. When black people were brought from Africa over here, forced to be here, they erased our culture from us. They took our religion away. They took our names away. They took our heritage, everything that related us to Africa. They took it away and replaced it with Western culture. That's what you're doing right now in education. When you look at the AP classes that are taught right now in the state of Florida, you have Chinese language and culture, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Latin, and Spanish. But you can't have African-American studies? I have a huge problem with this. And 
This is a board that was created and cultivated with certain expertise and experience. Henry Louis Gates Jr. was a part of this. This isn't just some thing that they threw together at the last minute. It is put together to teach you about us and who we are through arts and literature, as you were saying, science, civil rights, yes. political science, geography. There's so much more to it. And if every other culture can be taught except for black culture, that's racist. That's well, right. yeah, and we're here to give notice to Governor DeSantis that if he does not negotiate with the college board to allow AP African American studies to be taught in the classrooms across the state of Florida, that these three young people will be the lead plaintiffs in a historic lawsuit. Governor DeSantis, are you really trying to lead us into an era akin to communism that provides censorship of free thoughts? Or are we going to make sure that Governor DeSantis understands that we will stand on the American principles of the free exchange of ideas, whether those are ideals and culture of European history, whether those are ideals and culture of German history, whether those are ideals and culture of Japanese history, whether those are ideals and culture of Brazilian, Canadian, Everybody who is here in America, you have a right to have your culture, your history respected and taught to the children of America. We say no to censorship. We say yes to community. I know that everyone's true. We are back, and as I said before the break, in this segment, we're going to be sharing with you uh, some of the comments that uh, were made uh, when we uh, posted uh, just a clip of the video of attorney Ben Crump announcing his plans to file a class action lawsuit against Governor DeSantis and the state of Florida if uh, he is not willing to negotiate uh, regarding the uh, AP African American Studies classes that he is attempting to block from high schools in the state of Florida. And um, the, the comments that were made uh, about this video, I should say, are wide ranging. Um, these, these two videos, first and foremost, were posted both on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, just those of you who are interested in following us on either of those platforms as TOL Radio Hosts, MSN, TOL Radio Hosts, MSN on both uh, Instagram 
and TikTok. You can also follow us on our uh, radio uh, show uh, Instagram page at the TOL Radio Show. Uh, at the TOL Radio Show. Uh, but we open this segment uh, with uh, audio from uh, videos that uh, we posted on our social media from uh, individuals who are talking about uh, what is happening in the state of Florida from uh, activist uh, Angela Rye on the um, Hot 97, uh, The Breakfast Club uh, radio show uh, to um, Rachel Lindsay uh, talking about uh, what was happening in the state of Florida and then finally uh, the announcement from attorney Ben Crump uh, talking about his intentions on filing a lawsuit uh, against the state of Florida and Governor DeSantis uh, with the three leading plaintiffs being teenagers from high schools in the state of Florida. And so we wanted to share that audio with you in the opening uh, portion of this segment and then read some of the comments that followed uh, so that you can get an idea of the wide range of comments that we got regarding all of the videos that were posted uh, as it relates to what is happening in the state of Florida. And let me just say, you know, shouts out not just to Attorney Ben Crump, uh, you know, Black America's Attorney General, but to activists and uh, uh, leader and thought leader and intellectual Angela Rye uh, and uh, Rachel Lindsay, uh, who are speaking truth to power on their social media platforms, on podcasts and in other interviews. Uh, they are doing a tremendous job. And again, I applaud their courage for, again, speaking truth to power because it takes courage to do that. It takes determination. It takes a resolve to continue to put uh, to put the truth at the forefront at the forefront, uh, even when it's by being even when it's attempting to be suppressed by uh, everyone else or by others. Uh, or even by the system, you continue to push back against that and uh, our hats are off to you and people like you uh, because you are the examples of what uh, you know we should be doing uh, in, in our on our social media platforms and in our uh, in our own lives. And that's what we have tried to adopt right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I do want to say to those who do post comments about videos that we post on our Instagram or TikToks or Facebook fan pages, uh, let's be considerate of, of one another. We don't have to use vile and vicious language to express ourselves and our points. Uh, I know this is, you know, freedom of speech is, you know, uh, is the the undergirding of uh, social media, but I think we can be respectful of one another uh, and yet be thoughtful and uh, and in our comments as well. So uh, those are the ones that we plan to read and, and, and share uh, on our podcast. We don't plan, we don't uh, intend to read any comments that might be uh, directed towards someone negatively uh, using foul language or anything like that. And so uh, just know those comments will not make it to uh, the air. But we definitely 
you know, we'll read those comments that we think are um, thought provoking, uh, and we'll even read some that that um, that might be, uh, uh, you know, on the opposite side or, or opposing views because we don't all have to agree. We can agree to disagree, but I think there's a respectful way to disagree. Uh, Dr. King said we can disagree without being violently disagreeable. And I and that is definitely something that I stand by and I stick with when we are making posts on our social media. I believe it is to empower, is to educate and to uplift. And that is what we are all about again at TOL Radio Host MSN on Instagram, on Twitter and TikTok. And on our Facebook fan page at Thinking Out Loud HQ, Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud HQ. So, guys, feel free to hit us up on any of our social media platforms, uh, especially when we're making posts that you want to comment. And we definitely will share them uh, if we feel, again, that they are beneficial to the conversation we're having on the podcast. TOL radio show uh, but I just wanted to read you some of the comments that were um, that were made some of the ones that I can read um, uh, from this is from Instagram shouts out to Miss Jai underscore D this man is busy yes he is talking about attorney Ben Crump cover girl 1000 said thank you um, then uh, here's um Someone uh, by the name of Lude Matt. Uh, he's stopping more brainwashing. Uh, talking about attorney Ben Crump. He's stopping more brainwashing. Um, then we have AJ, AJS Mama. Uh, she said, move on. Um, Mark underscore. Ridge underscore 5829 said DeSantis won't give in. He makes random decisions with no thought process and doesn't care. If he is to lose, he doesn't have to pay the bill for his mistakes. We do. The taxpayers of Florida, he's Trump Jr. Crazed, crazed win 99 says this is just garbage. They don't care about blacks. This is about making leftists happy. Juan Viking One says, Why do you want to teach black kids to be racist, to hate the country of opportunity? Clayton 2269 says, As black American slave descendants' numbers get smaller and weaker, whites like DeSantos and his boys know that it's easier to now start the process of whipping are now 13% and further push systematic genocide to the only culture in America attack and abused by the governing. It's sad to watch our numbers decline so that white people like him and erase our history or create a false history that suits him and people like him. These are just some of the comments that were posted that I can read uh, from Instagram. Again, this video uh, had almost 9,000 uh, views and uh, over 50 likes uh, on Instagram. Actually, uh, I'm sorry, over 175 uh, likes 
on Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. So if I go to TikTok, there, um, some of the comments uh, read uh, Andrew Taylor 056, right on. I'm with the class action lawsuit. Thank you. Uh, Enoch Clark 933, take him to court. Pop up 3006. We need more governors like him. I wish uninformed people would listen to what he actually said, but they are too blinded by liberal propaganda. Mark Flores 846 said, playing the Johnny Cochran race card. Jacqueline Page 669, I was going to do it myself, but I will sign class action lawsuit. Let me know where I can send donations for this important cause. These, again, are just a few of the comments that I can read from TikTok. Andrew Taylor, 056, I am a union delegate, 1199. I am with you. Right on. I am with the class action lawsuit. Thank you. Um, again, this is uh, just some of the comments that I can read at TOL Radio Host MSN on TikTok. Follow us there, uh, and we definitely will um, share some of your comments of, of uh, that you've posted uh, from our uh, post that we uh, we make on uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But you know, if nothing else, what this has shown me. Uh, is that men like uh, attorney Ben Crump and uh, and others that you know stand up, decide to take the stand and speak out uh, against uh, racist policies like these. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to be able to do so. Uh, I have a greater appreciation for attorney Ben Crump. Uh, for being able to stand up because again this is just um, comments that were made from the video that I posted uh, I can't even imagine uh, the number of negative comments that he gets from posts not just regarding this particular announcement but of other posts that he's made because you know he is uh, a civil rights attorney and as uh, Reverend Sharpton has affectionately called him Black America's Attorney General and uh, he has definitely done his job and doing his job well. Uh, we give him big ups and shouts out to Attorney Ben Crump for again standing up uh, uh, for the best as Dr. King said in the American dream and uh, we uh, we applaud him today, and we understand uh, the uh, the hatred and the vitriol and venom that's coming his way, um, and uh, it's 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 unnecessary. But what it shows us is that we live in a very polarizing country. Um, you know, uh, it's it's very very polarized, and people, you know, uh, attributed to 
a number of different things, uh, you know, uh, the politics of our country, both sides of the aisle stand squarely against each other. And what's even more sad today is that race is now being integrated into our politics. So the way people think of black people, the way people think of white America is squarely integrated into uh, what side of the political aisle you're standing on. And that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate that that we are now looking through the lens of our politics to determine whether we agree with uh, the black agenda or we agree with the white agenda. And, and that's not how uh, how it should be. But that's how, unfortunately, it is. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take another break, but we're going to be continuing our conversation regarding this week's edition. The heat is on discussing what is happening in the state of Florida and what we can do about it. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnimmons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new MichaelNimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought working experience. Global advocate, Martin Luther King III. You know, I've had an extraordinary uh, life. Discussing what it's like being the son of an iconic legend 
as Dr. King. Uh, um, so many opportunities that I shared with my father in a very short period of time. I was 10 years old when he was killed in 1968. And uh, of course I shared far more opportunities because I had uh, the ability, that, well, because my mother lived so much longer. Uh, started the Martin Luther King Center for Nonviolent Social Change. Uh, worked very hard to get the Martin Luther King uh, Junior, uh, junior uh, National Holiday. So I look at it as a tremendous, uh, really blessing. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. We're here to give notice to Governor DeSantis that if he does not negotiate with the college board to allow AP African American studies to be taught in the classrooms across the state of Florida that these three young people will be the lead plaintiffs in a historic lawsuit. Governor DeSantis, are you really trying to lead us into an era akin to communism that provides censorship of free thoughts? Or are we going to make Alright guys, we are back on the Heat Is On edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show and as we said before the break, we're continuing our conversation about what is happening in the state of Florida and we talked in the first segment about uh, the base, basically the problem. What is happening there? Uh, you know, what is Ron DeSantis up to? What is he doing? And uh, really talking about the, the the white fear and uh, the white conservatives uh, plan to basically whitewash history. We talked about that in the first segment of this week's show. And then in the second segment, we talked about the comments, the feedback that we got from the post uh, from attorney Ben Crump, uh, who intends on suing the state of Florida if they are not willing to negotiate with the college board when it comes to blocking or their attempt to block the African-American studies courses that have been created. Uh, and so in this last segment here, we want to talk more about the solution. What can we do uh, at this point, at this juncture, uh, moving forward? Because I know that is a question on the minds of many of you, like myself. I mean, what do we, what can we do? Uh, and, 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 and what are we supposed to do as 
as citizens of this country, as citizens of the states that we live in, uh, to push back against uh, this racist legislation that uh, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and many other governors that are um, basically watching what is happening, as Ben Crump said in one interview, they are sitting back and they're going to be watching this uh, this lawsuit and this class action lawsuit against against them to uh, to see how it is uh, is meted out if justice is meted out and at that point if it's struck down and um, and those AP courses are allowed to move forward, then they know that their agenda has been defeated. But if they if the courts decide that uh, that there is it is um, it is legal for the governor to pursue this particular ban then those states will fall in line and you'll see more legislation like this around the country and as I said in the earlier segment uh, Ron DeSantis is seeking to become president of the United States and can you imagine if this man becomes president that these types of this type of legislation will hit the halls of Congress. It will uh, uh, become it will be debated in the halls of Congress. It will materialize in some form of legislation, some form of national legislation that schools will have to uh, uh, begin to enforce. And this will this this again is a part of the white conservative agenda to whitewash history and uh, if we don't do something now then this will be our reality later on uh so that's why i said that Ron DeSantis is, in my view, worse, worser than Donald Trump. He is someone that we have got to stop right now. Um, and uh, we have to do everything in our power uh, to do so. And, and what I mean by that is uh, if, you know, aside from just going to the polls and voting um, and, and, and voting for a candidate that uh, that 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 speaks for you and speaks for your beliefs and and believes in and and and, and believes and speaks for uh, in fairness and justice and equality and um and pushbacks against this racist legislation uh what are some other things that we can do uh to ensure that politicians like Ron DeSantis do not make it uh to the halls of congress to the senate and even dare I say to the white house uh, uh, we've got to continue to speak out and speak up. We've got to use whatever platforms we have to educate uh, our constituents, educate our followers, those that look up to us are, uh, and use the influence that we have to make sure people are aware of what's going on around them. They need to be more. There needs to be a, a rise now of civic engagement, political engagement. Uh, in your uh, community, in your city halls, in your uh, city councils, in your um, whatever cities that you live in, you've got to become more aware and more uh, keyed in, in or teed in, uh, key, uh, connected uh, to what is happening in your cities and your municipalities around the country because uh, believe it or not there are more uh, more people that believe like 
Ron DeSantis. And, you know, we have to be very careful uh, who we put in, uh, who we put in office, even in some of our smaller uh, municipal elections. We can't just go out to the polls and vote when it's time for us to vote a prep vote for a president. But we have to be concerned about those who represent us in our state legislatures, who are representing us in the mayor's office and in, in city council. Those are very important offices as well. And and those positions have uh, a lot of influence within their respective parties. So it's very important that we continue to speak truth to power and educate, educate, educate. Um, you know, it's, it's no coincidence that white conservatives are using the avenue and means of education uh, to reindoctrinate this generation of young people uh, when it comes to history. Because education, Malcolm X said, is the passport to the future. Tomorrow belongs to the people who prepare for it today. Education has always been the avenue to uh, empower and to inform and 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 there's no better way to uh, it basically indoctrinate uh, uh, a group of people about something uh, than to sit them down and basically spoon feed them what you want them to know and what you don't want them to know uh, and that is what they are doing in a sense because what he's accusing uh, the uh, African American community of he's doing in a sense as well because by banning this African American studies or banning critical race theory uh, or banning any uh, the teaching of uh, any political agenda in in, in, in curriculum uh, he's doing so he's doing the same thing by default because uh, by whitewashing history there is a political agenda behind it very much so there is a political agenda behind sanitized uh, history that Ron DeSantis and, and the white conservative uh, community is trying to push and to pursue they don't want you to know about uh, the bloody uh, they don't want you to know about the bloodiness and the brutality of slavery they don't want you to know about uh, the white slave trade they don't want you to know about Jim Crow and segregation and they don't want you to know about police brutality and they don't want you to know about the truth of this country because when you know the truth of this country you become aware and you become informed about your surroundings and about your reality um, they don't want you to know about systematic racism uh, they don't want you to know about those things that uh, are uh, will impact and affect you in your um, adolescence and in your adult they don't want you to know about those things and that is problematic that is racist in and of itself that is racism in a, in a nutshell and so that is why again I believe Ron DeSantis would be a problem if he became president of the United States we saw this uh, he, he saw the political stunt he tried uh, just a few months ago by um, uh, tricking these immigrants uh, uh, that they were going to get some kind of jobs or something that he promised them that the uh, 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 that, that the, the White House promised them uh, by, by by ship 
shipping a bunch of them or busing them to uh, Camp David uh, and 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 you saw the the there was political theater that he was trying to do around the border uh, all of these Mexicans and immigrants that that he was trying to um, uh, basically put out there for uh, to embarrass the Democratic Party but it but it flopped it, it and and it, it it basically turned on him and and now he's moving in another direction so I, again I I want to put it out there th- that he is somebody that we have got to watch closely he is somebody that we have got to begin to educate uh, our families we've got to educate one another our communities we cannot allow this man to become president of the United States Um uh, and class action lawsuits like attorney Ben Crump is one thing is one avenue that we can pursue um, we can use our social media platforms to educate and inform those who are connected to us those platforms that we have we will use our platform as a podcast host to talk about this and uh, to share our thoughts about this and to keep people uh, educated and informed about what is happening because you have to be aware there's a famous quote from uh, abolitionist Frederick Douglass and uh, when someone a black young man asked him what can I do in the struggle for freedom and equality and Frederick Douglass turned to this young man and just said three words agitate 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 and there is those words are so powerful because in those three words or in that word that he repeated three times, he is basically saying, don't stop, don't quit, don't give up, be persistent, be courageous, be determined, don't stop, don't quit, don't give up. And that is what that is the solution. We have got to use whatever avenue that we have in front of us because they're not going to stop and they're not going to quit. They're not going to give up and we cannot do the same. And we must do the same. Rather, we must do the same. We have to continue our fight for justice. We have to continue our fight for equality uh, and whatever and by any means necessary. Of course, I'm not advocating for violence. I'm not advocating any of those any of that those kinds of measures. But what I am saying is that we have got to continue to speak truth to power. We've got to speak up and speak out in whatever way that we can podcast uh, uh, video blogs uh, community meetings uh, participate in your city council sessions uh, make your voices heard uh, send letters and emails to your uh, your representatives your state representatives your congressmen and women let them know what your thoughts are about this type these types of motives and moves and agendas from uh, the white conservatives uh, that are trying trying to destroy uh, uh, the African-American community or even your community if you are of another persuasion. But it is very important that we cannot sit idly by and let this happen. You know, there's something that I, I say all the time, and, I've, and I'm sure you've heard this said before. 
there are three types of people in the world today. There are people that make things happen. There are people that uh, sit by and watch what happened. And then the last person is there's a, that person says what happened. The question is, which person do you want to be? That is the question. The person that makes things happen or the person that watches things happen or the person that says what happened. And I don't know about you, but I want to be about I want to be the person that makes things happen. I want to be the person that is doing something that is that is uh, about the business of moving our community forward in whatever way possible. Um, and that's what we're about. We are also thinking about doing some more forums, some more virtual forums where we can educate and empower our uh, community, those that listen and even expand our audiences as well. So uh, look forward to, to, uh, to those things coming from this podcast. Think- Another way that we can be proactive and engaged is to teach our young people about their history we cannot just leave it up to the schools to teach our young people and educate our young people about who they are in fact i want to share with you a quick video from uh rap legend luke and uh his response to what governor DeSantis is doing in the state of florida take a listen it's your boy uncle luke let me say this and i want y'all to follow me real close I want to thank Ron DeSantis. I know y'all going to think that's crazy. But I want to thank him right now for his attack on the teaching of black history in our schools. That says to us, as black African-American parents, include myself, we need to be the ones teaching black history to our kids. So I want to thank you, Ron, because now I'm more focused than ever I'm going to be teaching my son about the Black Panthers, H. Rap Brown, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Minister Farrakhan. I'm going to be teaching him about all these different historical people that were so impactful to us as African-Americans who fought the struggle. Harriet Tubman, the real story about Harriet Tubman. And when they were African-American slaves that went back and told their slave owners and Harriet Tubman killed them. You don't see that in the narrative that others would try and do the teaching. So I'm happy. I'm happy that it ain't just the teachings of one part of Martin Luther King. So I encourage every other African-American parent in the state of Florida Don't get mad at this man. Be happy. Rejoice at this time because now it is up to us to teach our kids African-American history and not that what they teach in schools, which is the watered down BS version of it all. So rejoice this morning, people of Florida. I holla. So, yes. 
And I have to say, guys, I that was not a, a response that I was expecting. But Luke said, thank you, Governor DeSantis, because the responsibility is not just on the schools to teach my young to teach our young people about themselves and their history. But it is up to us as their parents to teach them about themselves and to teach them about the past and to teach them about history, because what this is doing is putting the onus back on the parents to educate their children and I agree with that wholeheartedly we need to be teaching our young people about what is going on around them what is happening in their community so they cannot be miseducated and they cannot be taken advantage of by other people so that is definitely an approach that we should take in this uh, in this political climate that we're in uh, guys, again, I thank you for tuning in this week to the uh, the Heat Is On edition, and I hope uh, that you are empowered by what we've had to say. Again, we love your feedback, Thinking Out Loud HQ on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TOL Radio Host, Twitter, and TikTok, and YouTube, Thinking Out Loud TV. Guys, uh, we get ready to take our last break. When we come back, we're giving you our thought of the week. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online it's the thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back you're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show keep it locked keep it locked keep it locked vision should be the next book you purchase written by radio host and minister michael nimmons Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision, endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jamel Hill, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with my man, Michael Nimmons. Stay locked. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's time, 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 for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. This week's thought comes from African-American media mogul, entertainer, director, and actor, Tyler Perry. It's a powerful acceptance speech that he gave entitled, Helping Someone Cross. Take a listen. I, uh, <laughs> I want to say a special thanks to BET, my new family. I can't wait to get started over there with our new shows. Thank you so much for this. To Scott and everybody over there, thank you so much. To Viacom, Shari, who's here, Bob, everybody, 
listen, from my heart, I want to say thank you. I couldn't help but think about my mother. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. <laughs> I couldn't help but think about my mother. I remember being a kid at about five years old. She would take me into the projects with her when she played cards on Friday nights with a bunch of women. Now, these women didn't have more than a 12th grade education, but they were smart black women. They were powerful black women. They had great stories to tell. And I was a five-year-old kid sitting there on the floor playing with my Matchbox cars, listening to them talk about their men, their relationships, and their pains. And when one of them would get really sad, another woman would come in and make a joke, and they'd all start laughing. I didn't know I was in a master class for my life. I would get home, and my father would be beating my mother and doing all kinds of things and saying all kinds of stuff to her, and he would leave the room, and I'd walk in, and I'd imitate one of those women, and she would start laughing. There was a power in that that I didn't really get until I got older. I remember being about 11, 12 years old on my way to my new school and I got to this uh, intersection. I had to walk past pimps, prostitutes, walk through, literally walk through a graveyard, get to this intersection, six lane intersection. There was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will someone help me cross? And there were all these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. So he told me he was going to my school and he was gonna sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of, laugh out of pain into laughter to help her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping across. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so the young black kids could see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. That studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross while everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So. Thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BET. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. I know you enjoyed that powerful acceptance speech from media mogul, director, and actor Tyler Perry. Uh, it was powerful. Helping someone cross. We got to remember our brothers and our sisters in the struggle uh, for success. Even as we move up, we've got to remember to always pay it forward. Always remember uh, that we are not here 
by ourselves and for ourselves, but we are here to be helpers of one another. I hope you enjoyed uh, this week's topic. The heat is on as we discuss what's happening in the state of Florida and why and what we can do to push back against this uh, governor's racist agenda. Uh, I Again, I want to know what your thoughts are about this. Feel free to leave them on our Facebook fan page, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Guys, we would love to know what your thoughts are about this as well. Uh, just as a side note, we are moving into the, uh, the month of February, working on some great interviews. In fact, on next week, we have got an exciting interview with the youngest mayor ever elected in U.S. history. He's an African-American young man, Mayor-elect Jalen Smith uh, from Earl, Arkansas. He's the newly elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas, and he was, uh, we interviewed him uh, for our first guest uh, for this year, 2023, uh, for Black History Month. Guys, I'm excited. We'll be sharing that interview with you in next week's show. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure along and across the world wide web. Remember to share, share, share uh, these uh, podcasts on your social media. Share with your friends, your co-workers, your relatives, or whoever you might think may be inspired by what we're doing on this podcast and on this show. Guys, uh, we're getting ready to get out of here, but always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Want to be a guest on the podcast? Send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in each week for the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, giving voice to issues that matter.